Hello, Strengthening the Soul of Your Leadership podcast listeners. This is Colleen Powell, the podcast producer. Earlier this week, we launched Season 20, which is all about transforming worship. This week, you heard from Ruth and our season-long guest, Rory Nolan, as they discussed the idea of worship that has spiritual formation at its core. Today, we're sharing a clip from an episode that was released over on Patreon. This is a conversation between Rory and Ruth about what they both consider to be the principles of transforming worship. They draw from ideas in Rory's book and their work together in Transforming Community. If you are not already a patron, may we humbly ask that you consider supporting the work of this podcast over on Patreon? Patrons receive all sorts of excellent bonus content, like additional podcast conversations, guided spiritual practices, and episodes where listeners get to ask Ruth their questions. This season, we have a ton of great stuff over on Patreon, including extras from Rory's book, Transforming Worship, a guided practice helping us to reflect on the attributes of God, and a special conversation between Rory and Ruth about the tension between prioritizing the planning of Sunday services to edify believers or engage non-believers. Right now, you can sign up for a free seven-day trial where you are able to check out our Patreon program and listen to the rest of this conversation that we are sharing today. Strengthening the Soul of Your Leadership podcast is listener-supported and runs because of our wonderful patrons. If you love what you hear on this podcast, we think you'll really enjoy all that we offer over on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash transforming center to take advantage of that free seven-day trial and become a patron today. You know, Rory, I think this idea of worship being a God-initiated meeting between God and God's people, not a meeting about God, but a meeting with God, is actually catalytic. I'm, you know, if, if we really believe this, my question is, if we really believed that worship is a God-initiated meeting, that it's going by divine invitation and by divine appointment, what difference would it make if we really believed that? Like in our lives, in practicality, what difference would that make? Well, for one, I'll answer that on two levels, because mm-hmm. the difference it makes for me uh, as a worship leader and I think for pastors is it is it, it really shapes how we start the service to be really, really direct yeah. and blunt about it. Mm-hmm. Because it's one thing, you know, a lot of services, especially the contemporary services, they start with with the me welcoming or somebody welcoming, you know, and it's like, welcome to our church. And so I get the impression that, oh, okay, this is your thing, and we're kind of in, in be part of this. And so, okay, yeah, uh, it's kind of like a host, you know. And what the early church did, they started with a call to worship. And uh, this was meant to gather the people. When you look at the ancient liturgies, the call to worship is often a scripture, but it was God calling us, um, you know, let's come and Come and gather. Come, let us worship the Lord our God, our Maker. Uh, enter His gates with thanksgiving and his, his courts with praise. And it's all of these scriptures and prayers. Uh, a lot of times in the, in the Transforming Center, our opening line, uh, rescue us speedily unto the Lord. We're talking to God right away. 
And so that how we start the service really determines, uh, you know, the shape of that. And then as far as a, a church goer, well, you know, my church doesn't always get it right. But <laughs> as as I'm driving, it's one of the reasons I want to get out of bed is because if this is a God initiated meeting and God is going to speak to us, it's like, I don't want to miss it, you know, because yeah. God might. In fact, I've had moments uh, in church where it's like God spoke to me. Yeah. And I, it's like, okay, this is why we come is because you just never know. Uh, something, you know, the pastors might say or something in a scripture or prayer or something, even something somebody smile at, smiling at me. Mm-hmm. You just never know uh, because this is God's thing. It's not our thing. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Oh, it does. I love that you referenced our openings, and we have different openings in the Transforming Center. There's another one that I really, really love that we do at night. Our souls greet you, Shepherd God, or our shouts greet you, Shepherd God. We've been led by your loving hand, and we proclaim with joy that you are our salvation. So I love what you just said, that we start by addressing God because we're there at God's invitation. So we're actually talking to God. I love that. Yeah, and I love the way that's put because... We greet you, God. You're already here. You're already here. It's not (laughs) like we welcome you, God, to our thing. You know, it's like (laughs) God is the one who's calling us. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, we greet you, Shepherd God. Shepherd God. God. We've been led by your... In fact, we're here right now because you led us here. That's right. Um, Like, hi, God. And and we're responding to you. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I'm so glad that... Oh, I love that, that there's an effect on those who plan the service because they will plan it in such a way that we're acknowledging the presence of God as the first thing we do. And then we as a congregant have a sense of anticipation because God's there waiting for us and we don't want to miss whatever might might happen there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, thank you. All right. Principle number two.